This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Introducing the two-way V4, where groundbreaking fuel cell technology meets fresh foam cushioning for the ultimate performance. With fuel cell, each step feels explosive, delivering unparalleled energy return. Paired with fresh foam, experience maximum comfort throughout the game. Its lightweight textile upper offers support and breathability without sacrificing agility. Whether you're hitting the clutch shot or locking down the opposition, the two-way V4 gives you the tools to play at a high level. Learn more and purchase the two-way for yourself at newbalance.com. Welcome back to another edition of Through the Smoke, a Miami Hurricanes football and recruiting podcast here on the 24-7 Sports Network. David Lake joined, as always, by Gabby Urrutia, and the recruiting news is coming in almost too fast. Not too fast for Gabby to handle, but uh, figured it'd be a good time to uh, publish a rare weekend podcast that's not an instant reaction podcast so uh, we will dive into kind of the latest and what's turning into uh, a busy time on the recruiting trail with with mario cristobal and the staff getting results in terms of commitments um but before we get started want to highlight again hey things are getting hot we we kind of told you this was coming uh, uh this recruiting explosion and want to highlight that we still got that 60% off deal running on InsideTheU.com for a VIP subscription, about 43 bucks for a year's worth of coverage. I think that deal runs through July 5th. Um, so still got some time to hop on it, take advantage of it. Um, but I would recommend doing so if you're enjoying all this fun. Gabby does a great job of um, dropping VIP scoop on the message board daily, in addition to his articles, et cetera. So wanted to highlight that. Also, Gabby, um, wanna throw this out there too, just on the fly. Uh, we're open for business here at Through the Smoke. Why not, right? If, if anyone out there, any business, wants to be a title sponsor here of, of the Through the Smoke podcast, we're here to listen, right? So. Uh, you can contact me at lake.david at gmail.com. Uh, you can slide into Gabby's DMs on Twitter. You can shoot Gabby an email. What's your email, Gabby? Uh, GabbyU22 at gmail.com. GabbyU22 at gmail.com. That's 1B. Sometimes I see people misspell yeah, your name, 1B. Gabby. Yeah, it happens all the time. So, uh, you know, hey, if you're, if you're interested, let's talk. Um, all right, let's get to the news. Let's, let's get to the uh, recent commitment, right? Friday night, uh, we kind of hinted that this was coming, uh, but it was official Friday night. Tight end Riley Williams committed to Miami. Um, 6'6", 230, 
He's now the number 66 overall player in the country, according to the 24-7 Sports Composite. He hails from Portland, Oregon, but he's going to be playing his senior season at IMG Academy. He picked Miami over Ohio State and Alabama. That's where I want to start, Gabby, with this discussion. Um, You know, Miami, they've been doing this kind of since Mario Cristobal was hired as the head coach. You know, Jaleel Skinner was another impressive grab. Um, Trevante Citizen. But let's, I want to start there. You know, Miami landed a top 100 prospect that both Alabama and Ohio State really wanted. Yeah, I mean, I think that, I mean, just what a big win for Miami on the recruiting trail, right? Like, and I think he, Riley Williams is the number two ranked tight end on the industry, you know, generated 24-7 sports composite. Again, a guy Alabama and Ohio State really pushed for, someone that Nick Saban, Ryan Day, I mean, two of the premier programs in, in college football, two of the programs that have had the best offenses in college football over the past few years here. And, uh, you know, Mario Cristobal was able to go up back to his old stomping grounds and, and secure commitment from one of the top rated tight ends in the country, the number one ranked player in the state of Oregon. Uh, he canceled that Oregon official visit, uh, you know, kind of put Miami in that top spot. Cristobal's came rolling in and Mario Cristobal stayed super hot, man. I mean, what, four blue chip commitments in a row, uh, really over the last seven days. And, you know, I, Riley Williams, uh, he has an older brother who played under Mario Cristobal as a walk-on. I think the family felt really, really familiar with that, with that staff. I think they trust them uh, kind of even hearing his dad talk on the, on the YouTube live stream that he committed on. It just sounds like there just seems to be a lot of trust between uh, the Williamses and uh, and Mario Cristobal and these guys, again, just kind of having a son who's already been through the process. So uh I love this for Miami. I mean, Riley Williams is one of those premier talents that you want to add kind of adds to what I kind of wrote yesterday. just an insanely impressive run. I think for Miami at the tight end position with, you know, Elijah Arroyo, who was a top five tight end back in the 2021 cycle, Jalil Skinner, who my, who Miami was able to flip from Alabama, you know, at the end of the 2022 cycle. And now again with Riley Williams, I mean, I think the only program that's recruited at the, the position at that pace is Georgia, who of course just won a national championship. So uh, some big time recruiting going on in Coral Gables. You got to tip your hat to, to, to Stephen Field, who just seems to be getting it done this cycle with the, also Jackson Carver, Reed, Mike Keska on board, two guys that they, re- that they also really like. Let's start there or let's, let's, uh, continue the discussion there. I, I've seen some, I mean, we, we've kind of addressed this, but there's still some discussion, which I understand uh, because Miami has three tight ends committed in this class. Uh, in addition, you know, Riley Williams just committed. And then you got a couple of three-star guys that I think have upside to be like low-level four-star guys. Um, but Jackson Carver, Reed Mikeska, are you under the impression that Miami's totally fine with taking three on their end. Yeah, I think that they, I mean, I I think they're going to have to fight to hold on to all three for sure. But I think Miami's totally on fully on board with taking three tight ends. I think really when it all shook out, I think these were the three top tight ends on their board. Like they kind of, you know, batted a thousand with the guys that they really, really wanted at the tight end position. So I think, yeah, they're, they're totally on board with taking tight ends. Uh, three tight ends. Maybe they don't take one in 2024. Maybe they cross that bridge when they get there. Uh, You know, I think a couple of them are potential red shirt candidates. Uh, I think Jackson Carver is, it falls into that. Uh, Again, you don't take one next cycle. And I mean, I think you can technically, you know, yeah, the the numbers kind of work themselves out, but 
if it's Miami's decision, they're holding on to all three, uh, right. you know, and definitely signing those guys. And you mentioned, you know, last year's class, right? Featuring Jaleel Skinner, uh, freaky athlete. Um, his potential is really, uh, it's, it's crazy, right? Yeah. So what I like about this, right? And I'm not saying this is an issue with Jaleel Skinner at all. I'm not saying that at all. But when you stack talent like this, it it makes sure or it tries to force Jaleel Skinner to not be complacent, right? right? Because Jaleel Skinner knows how good he is. Jaleel Skinner knows he's going to be one of the most athletic tight ends in the country, right? But uh, he's going to have a guy like Riley Williams coming in from behind and pushing him for playing time. Um, so this is also the benefit of stacking talent, right? It ensures competition because players know when a threat is real and when a threat is not real. Right. Um, and Jaleel Skinner is going to understand that the threat that Riley Williams poses for playing time is going to be real. So pushes the room forward in terms of like player comp. Um, when I, when I watch Riley Williams tape, I mean, he's, he went out and dominated Oregon competition, right? I think he averaged like 24 yards per catch. He had almost 900 receiving yards. He had double digits touchdowns, his playing style and his, like his body type and his movement. He's a guy that's six, six pushing six, seven. He's got pretty good long speed. He reminds me a lot of like if I'm gonna put this in a in a former hurricane comp, he reminds me of Greg Olson. Um, you know, both good route runners for how tall they are. Both are yards after catch threats. I would say Olson's physical traits are probably a tick better. I think Olson's like long speed is is probably faster than Riley's, but Riley is definitely fast in his own right. And so when I watch Riley's tape, that's who he reminds me of in terms of former great Miami tight ends. Um, I also like that, you know, you can line up Riley Williams on the outside. You can line him up in the slot. He can play some in line. He can play some H back. He plays basketball, which, you know, going up for rebounds uh, puts him in a comfortable position for coming down with those contested catches on the football field, right? So overall, this is a, a big time, another big time addition. You know, a week ago, Gabby, we were covering Legends Camp, right? And going into that Legends Camp weekend, Miami ranked number four, 42 in the country in the team recruiting rankings. One week later, they're up to number 14. Yeah, and I mean... I mean, it's just the, the, the run has been, has just been absolutely amazing. I mean, we start, I mean, you can start with, uh, I mean, I guess Jaden Rashada that following, I mean, coming off Sunday to Nathaniel Joseph, Robert Stafford, and now Riley Williams. I mean, can you remember like just like a seven day run recently that was anything similar to that? No, uh, because it features a quarterback too. Right. right? So, I mean, I do think that first Randy cycle, Randy Shannon cycle is a long time ago now. I think they had a nice little couple week run, uh, July and August, but yeah, this is, things are coming in fast. Like in terms of like a month period, this month could be insane. We'll yeah. see how things finish right. In terms of getting results, 
uh, via commitment, but Miami is, is poised to go on a special run here, which will transition into the next guy we want to talk on. And that's Mr. Five-Star offensive tackle, Francis Maui Goa, number nine overall player in the country, six foot five, 330 pounds. He is set to announce his decision on July 4th at three o'clock Eastern time. He will, you can watch his decision on CBS Sports HQ. Um, He's going to decide between Miami, Tennessee, USC, Alabama, and Florida. Gabby, you've, you've been all over this uh, from a Miami perspective. Uh, What's the latest we need to know about where things stand uh, at 1.30 PM on a Saturday. And again, recognizing that with, with this level of recruiting, things change by the day, by the hour, but your latest understanding is what? Yeah. I mean, just kind of the, the last Intel I got, I guess it was what Friday night. Um, I, I think that from what, again, what, from what I've gathered, it seems like he did his, he had his final conversations with coaches on Friday, final like zoom presentations, all those types of things. And just from, from what I've been able to take away, it sounds like the family's taking a few days to themselves to kind of sort through this. So maybe taking the weekend, uh, you know, Saturday, Sunday, uh, the better part of Friday, considering that I think, I believe he's in Hawaii. Like I think he's making an announcement at three o'clock Eastern, but I believe it's actually at 9 AM his time, uh, out in the, out on the Island. So, um, I think the family's just kind of taking a step back and really processing this whole decision, uh, you know, thinking about it, praying about it, all those types of things. And, uh, uh, again, I think Miami and Tennessee are kind of neck and neck here. Uh, like from what I understand, Alabama is not a program to rule out. And, you know, whenever they get involved or these high profile, uh, targets, uh, I mean, definitely a school you need to keep an eye on because they're the type that can make a move at just any time. I mean, it's university of Alabama. So, um, definitely not ruling out the crimson tide, but it sounds to me like this is, uh, this is going to go the distance probably into Monday and, I'm not sure how much more is going to come out of that camp because from what I understand, they're kind of, you know, cutting, cutting off the the lines, disconnecting from, from everything else, all the noise going on outside and kind of just focusing in on, on what this move is going to be. So, uh, I mean, those are the three schools I believe are in it. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if, uh, you know, even when he's ready to announce on CBS Sports HQ, if there wasn't a fully like known decision by anyone, even on the production side, because I think the family's really just trying to keep this under wraps. So uh, kind of buckle up, stay tuned and uh, just got to kind of weather the storm this weekend. I think Miami's still in a competitive spot. Uh, I do think that they're, you know, at the forefront of this recruitment. I think they have been the whole time. And, uh, you know, so that that's basically the latest of of on Francis Mawigoa from from what I understand. Yeah, and, and again, we, we say this with these big-time recruitments, right? This is the reason why Mario Cristobal was brought here, right? Because he has a track record of winning these type of battles. A um, couple days away uh, from this announcement, so we'll see if he can pull it out at the end. Uh, let's take a break there, Gabby, real quick. And on the other side, we'll get into some other prospects uh, that – Crystal balls are rolling in for announcements are being set up. Things are looking good from a Miami Hurricanes perspective with these guys. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H track all wheel drive and three row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild 
conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, we are back. Gabby, Miami is crystal balling all over the place <laughs> with over. some of their top targets, right? Um, let's start with a five-star defensive lineman that Miami fans by now are probably, uh, you know, they recognize. And that's Mr. Jaden Wayne, who is uh, originally from Tacoma, Washington, Lincoln High School out there. He's going to transfer to IMG Academy. Um, for his senior season, he is six foot five, 245 pounds. He has visited Miami, uh, multiple times in the last year, right. Um, dating back to last year's paradise camp. Um, he is a big time recruit, right? So he is set to announce his decision now on July 9th at noon on CBS sports HQ. And he's choosing between Miami, Alabama, Oregon, Georgia, LSU, and Michigan State. Uh, you mentioned, you know, he visited Miami on an official visit in June, Gabby. You mentioned he's definitely a hard guy to read um, because he just kind of takes everything in, doesn't necessarily, basically, he's got a good poker face, right? Uh, but recently, some crystal balls have rolled in in favor of the Hurricanes for Mr. Wayne. What do we need to know there? Yeah, uh, I think an elite poker face is the way to put it. I mean, just absolutely just handles it. Just awesome. I mean, again, I mean, just tough guy to read. I feel like the staff had a tough time reading him. Um, Everyone kind of did. And, you know, I think he's kind of one that just, again, just kind of consumed all the information and came to an informed decision. I Look, kind of, again, just kind of reading the tea leaves. I don't think it's, or maybe it could be something to look into. Maybe I'm reading into it too much, but right after Riley Williams announces his commitment to Miami, uh, you know, live at 24 seven sports, uh, you know, Riley Williams says Jaden Wayne is a guy that I want in that story. He, you know, he wrote with Brandon Huffman and uh, you know, right after Jaden Wayne comes out and, and sets a, an announcement date after, you know, announcing that transfer to IMG with the crystal balls rolling in from some of the guys in the region. Again, I think Miami's just put themselves in a really good spot here. You, we, we talked about trust and all those different types of things with Riley Williams. I mean, Mario Cristobal is the first person to offer Jaden Wayne. I think, I believe he was still right. in the eighth grade when, when Cristobal extended that offer while he was at Oregon. This there, there's just a really, really longstanding relationship. Jaden Wayne has again, pro- might be one of the most well-traveled recruits in the 2023 cycle. I mean, just a ridiculous amount of unofficial visits got to Miami for the first time summer of 2021 for formerly known paradise camp has come back down a few times. Now did the official visit thing. And, uh, you know, it seems like now he's going to be in the sunshine state, I think kind of trending away from Oregon, who's a school that maybe had some late juice or some, a school, maybe people thought that he might actually consider going to, I think the move to Florida without reading into it too much is good news for Miami. Georgia was a school that's in there heavily as well, but 
it just feels like things are kind of falling the hurricanes way now. And again, I kind of go back to those relationships. I think there's a lot of reasons to feel good about where Miami stands right now. All right. So there's still plenty of time there. We'll right. have more time to track and follow that one. But as of now, what about a week out? Uh, things are, are looking good for Miami. Let's move on to safety target. Jaden Bonsu, four star, number 260 overall in the country at a St. Peter's prep in New Jersey. He uh, visited Miami twice in the month of June. Um, he plans to make his commitment on July 20th. I don't think any details have been released in terms of like how he's going to go about uh, committing. Um, but this one uh, was shaping up as a Miami, Michigan State, and Ohio State battle, probably mostly a Miami and Ohio State battle. Um, but some crystal balls have been rolling in recently, Gabby, um, for the Hurricanes, including from you, right? So yeah. what do we need to know there? Yeah, I mean, again, Miami, Jaden Bonds, who I think is a name that, you know, our subscribers have known for some time in the cycle, because from what I understand, I mean, he's always been one of those defensive backs that have kind of sat up on like near the top of the board. So, you know, people, you know, we're talking about safeties, Jaden Bonds, whose name is always one that I threw up, uh, you know, threw in there and. And, uh, you know, Miami finally was able to get him on campus for an official visit in early June. I think that was a big first step. Uh, got to Ohio State, Michigan State after that, was set to visit Texas. Cancels that, gets back down to Miami for an unofficial visit. Um, I think just to give the Hurricanes one last look. And, you know, again, kind of what I'm hearing coming off of that was, you know, I think it was important for them to just kind of make sure that Miami was the place that they sort of wanted to be at. I mean, I don't think that that second unofficial visit was necessarily a coincidence. It's very atypical, right? Like that's not something that necessarily happens a lot Correct. in recruiting official officially visit a school, go back a couple weekends later when you can take another official visit and, uh, you know, just go back to the school on your own dime, all those types of things. So um, I think that unofficial visit was a, was kind of like a, I, I think it was a big trip. And uh, I think Miami ended up checking a lot of the boxes and reassuring, uh, you know, that, you know, his camp, his people that uh, Miami was a good spot for him. So uh, again, there's still a few weeks to go here. Ohio state's a school. You never want to write off. They do have two safeties already committed in the class, but uh, you know, I think it's really Miami, Ohio state in the mix there. And, you know, I'm really liking where the hurricane sits. So does a 24 seven sports Northeast analyst, Brian Don, who, who covers the, uh, the region, you know, the, the New Jersey, right. all that, all that space. So, uh, you know, I think uh, Miami's sitting in a pretty good spot there. All right. So again, plenty of time there still. July 20th is the expected commitment date there for Mr. Bonsu. So uh, we will see how that goes between now and then. But the buzz is with the Miami Hurricanes. Next, I had to touch on Gabby. And you kind of called this, right? Uh, Tommy Kinsler, the offensive lineman out of Ocala Trinity Christian. Three-star guy, but has intriguing size at six foot six, 330 pounds. He visited Florida the week before he visited Miami and he committed to Florida. Um, and you maintain that that really surprised Miami because Miami felt like they were in a really good spot with Tommy Kinsler. Uh, they felt like Tommy Kinsler really liked Miami too. Right. So week later he visits Miami. Then about a week after that. So we are recording this Saturday. What was it? Was it late Friday or early, early Saturday morning? Yeah, I, I guess it depends how you want to put it, right? I, I mean, I would consider that late Friday night, but I guess 
by the books, it would be very early Saturday yeah, morning. Like just after midnight, right? Yeah. Uh, he decommits from Florida. Tell us the backstory there. Yeah. Uh, again, David, I think you nailed a lot of it. You know, uh, he took that official visit to to Florida, uh, committed while on that official visit. Uh, again, Miami has been kind of on him a, a hard here. Again, another guy that I feel like our subscribers, uh, you know, were sort of knew about because he's someone that I've kind of been like hammering, like this is a guy that, you know, that they really like. Again, so yeah, Miami was definitely caught up, caught by surprise, but you know, they were still pretty confident they're going to get him on campus for an official visit, did all that. And again, kind of feedback that I was even getting that Sunday, you know, that everyone was leaving campus was just like Miami was feeling really good about their chances of flipping him. And, you know, he had just pledged to the Gators, like, probably five days before that. But, um, you know, this was the first time that they were able to meet face-to-face with Tommy Kinsler and his camp. Uh, he didn't take a, a spring visit. He didn't come see a, uh, watch a spring practice or any of those types of things. So he got to sit down, talk with Mario Cristobal, Alex Mirabal, uh, Ed Pat is another one that, you know, assists on the offensive line that, you know, I know has been involved in this recruitment as well. Uh, all these guys just kind of got to sit down with the family. And I think they gave him a lot to think about. He went home, kind of marinated on it for a few days. And even as the days continued to pass, I think Miami just continued to feel more and more confident that they're going to be able to, you know, to, to flip over that commitment. He backs off, um, you know, I guess late Friday night uh, after midnight on, on Friday into Saturday. And, uh, you know, I think it's Miami that's sitting right now in the best position to, you know, potentially land that commitment. And that's why I threw in a crystal ball. Do you have a timeline? Like, uh, when this could, do you think it'll happen soon? Do you think it'll require some patience? What's your, what's your feeling there? Yeah. I mean, I, I think, I think soon and by soon, I don't mean, I don't believe it's going to happen on Saturday at the recording, you know, the day that we're recording this podcast, not really sure if it even happens Sunday. My best understanding is Monday might be the day to look at. So, um, depending on how patient you are, it's how long you have to wait for it. But I think Monday is the day you want to circle that July 4th, um, you know, holiday, for uh, Tommy Kinsler to potentially make that next decision. I guess it could be sooner than that, or maybe a, a little bit later than that, but uh, Monday is kind of the day I keep hearing for, for that move. So if that pans out, right, Mario Cristobal and Alex Mirabal would have gone into Florida's backyard and stole a commitment that Billy Napier wanted. Tough start for Billy Napier. Uh, let's move on. Chris Johnson. Three-star running back out of Dillard High School in Fort Lauderdale. Uh, number 30 overall running back in the country. He's a guy with elite speed, though. 10.45 in the 100 meters, 20.78 in the 200 meters. One of the fastest uh, track high school track runners in the country. Um, and it translates onto the football field uh, at the running back position. Five foot 11, 175. So definitely a speed running back. Um, he released the top six Saturday morning, right before we recorded this. Um, Miami was on it. What do we need to know there, Gabby? Yeah. Um, you know, again, I think this is for those that have tracked uh, Christopher Johnson. I mean, Andrew Ivins put him on this list of he, he wrote a, a great piece, um, the fastest prospects in the country. Chris Johnson was on it. I mean, again, just real life speed. Um, I think that's something that has Miami and others really intrigued. I believe Alabama was on the short list. Clemson was on the short list. I think maybe even Texas A&M was on the short list. Uh, you know, a lot of big time programs that that value speed like that are are definitely uh 
are definitely involved. So uh, I kind of like where Miami's at. I feel like we've kind of liked where Miami sat in this recruitment for, for some time. And uh, I don't know if, I don't know exactly when a decision is coming, but uh, you know, from what I've been able to gather, I wouldn't be surprised if Chris Johnson uh, pulled the trigger and, and made a move here, uh, here pretty soon. I mean, Miami has some momentum on the trail. I think people are right. starting to recognize that. And, you know, if Chris Johnson did go forward with a decision, I, I'm really liking where Miami stands right now. All right. We'll keep an eye on that. His teammate, 2024 defensive back Antoine Jackson, has been teasing that some sort of decision is coming uh, later this afternoon. Again, recording on Saturday. Uh, he's currently committed to Georgia, um, but he's a big time corner prospect for next year's cycle. So he's a 2024. He's about a six foot, six foot one corner with ball skills. He's the type, he'll be one of the top corners in the country for the 2024 cycle, right? Uh, right. What's what's the deal there? Yeah, um, Antoine Jackson uh, committed to Georgia back in March. Um, I think he was on a college tour with some guys, fell in love with the Bulldogs. I feel like it's easy to do so. Uh, went ahead and, and gave him their pledge, but, you know, he's been no stranger around parts of Coral Gables, has been pretty, a pretty, you know, Pretty, I guess one of those regulars that you would consider, uh, maybe would not at the not to the extent of maybe like a Reuben Bain or a Jalen Brown, but maybe in that next year of guys that have come to camp, have just kind of been around the program and those types of things since committing to, to Georgia. So, um, you know, I think Miami is, has been making a move here for a little bit. He worked out at Legends Camp. David came out, came away as one of the top performers. I think we absolutely loved what we saw from him, a guy that was eager to get reps and uh, definitely won more than he, than he lost going up against some of the top pass catchers that were out there. So, um, again, I know Jamal Day, Demarcus Van Dyke have been kind of pushing behind the scenes to try to keep that Fort Lauderdale-Dillard product home. Uh, I think they have a chance to. You know, again, he has an announcement coming up here, uh, I guess in the, in the hours uh, coming off of this, of this podcast. And... Uh, I wouldn't be surprised if um, it was Miami getting some more good news. All right. We'll keep an eye on that. I guess, too, just looking at his profile, his uncle is Dwayne Wembley, who was a basketball player for Miami in the late 90s. So uh, there is a there is a UM connection there besides uh, being the hometown school. So good stuff, Gabby. Again, this recruiting stuff is nonstop. Uh it's the Mario Cristobal era, right? So again, VIP scoop. I would jump in on this VIP deal we have going at InsideTheU.com. 60% off an annual subscription, 43 bucks for a year. Um, and again, anyone out there looking to be a title sponsor for Through the Smoke, let's talk. Till next time, take care. You can now relive the best moments of the UEFA Champions League 24-7. The UEFA Champions League channel is a new 24-hour streaming channel serving non-stop goals, highlights, and full match replays from the world's most prestigious club competition. Reminisce on your favorite moments, legendary players, and brilliant goals with the UEFA Champions League channel, streaming around the clock on Pluto TV and the CBS Sports app.